listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's The Sizzle in the building with the fantasy football moment. This is the part of the Gridiron playbook where we open it up. We tell you what you need to do as far as your fantasy is concerned. You know who's in the building Jay Sizzle's in the building, yes, Rich sir. Sizzle's in the building, I'm your host, yeah. Jay Sizzle, and we're going to jump right into it, gentlemen. Let's start, let's let's talk about running backs right now, if you're okay. building a fantasy team. Jay, we'll start with you. Let's go with your fantasy team. What is it that you look for in a running back from the beginning, when you start off oh. putting your team together? Number one overall pick, <laughs> it's got to be, is he going to give you high yardage out of the backfield? <sighs> and going to catch balls out of the backfield, and they're going to target him down by the goal line. There's only about two or three backs in the whole NFL who fit that bill, and my number one guy to do that is Mr. McCaffrey. That is my number one guy to pick. I don't care who else is out there. I'm going to get him because he he checks all the boxes. He's exactly what you want to pick, unless you want these new guys who out here says, well, I'm just going to go for all the top wide receivers first because there's always a plethora of running backs down the line and I can pick somebody up, but I'm getting Christian McCaffrey as my first pick. Okay. So if he's your first pick, does that mean he's the best option? He was injured last year, Rich. So with him being your first pick, if you were last year and you had Christian McCaffrey as your first pick, you were somewhat screwed if you didn't have a strong backup to him. So... What do if if, who are the top? If we just took the top five, those top five running backs, should they be slotted as your first five picks when you start drafting? So, to go back on something Jay said, you absolutely need a high volume running back, but like you said, (laughs) gee, sizzle, you need a high volume running back that's going to stay healthy and. I'm not convinced that McCaffrey is that healthy guy. Now, in years past, we said the same thing about Dalvin Cook. Last year, Dalvin Cook, you know, turned it on, and we're like, okay, what injuries? Mm-hmm. Same thing can be said about Saquon Barkley. Absolutely. It's funny. Saquon Barkley is not in anybody's tier one for running backs. It, right. it pretty much lists, like you said, McCaffrey. But I question his health, his health right now. His injuries, I'm avoiding him unless I've just stuck with the number one pick and I just got to get him. You're If you're in the number one position, you almost got to pick him. If you're not, good for you. Go to another running yeah. back. Go look at uh, Dalvin Cook. He is a good pick for standard and PPR fantasy leagues, in my opinion, because you know he's going to take it out of the back. You know they're going to throw a check down to him and whatnot. My I guess you want to call it ace in the hole would be Derrick Henry because he has been proven. He has been built and over time has just chug along, chug, 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 and just keeps on racking up yardage. It doesn't matter who you put in front of him on the side of him. He's going to get in front of you and you're going to be behind him. And he's getting well yardage is over a thousand yards. Like you said, at the goal line, getting touches, you're not taking that beast down that easy. He's my number one go-to guy, in my opinion. Yeah, you've got this long list of running backs, and I know we just had kind of a a 
epiphany in running backs and what just happened is that uh, you had a running back in Jacksonville who just got injured, mm-hmm. who has a Liz Frank injury. So does that change the dynamic? Because we talked, remember we talked a few shows ago, we talked about the Bears running back. And if he's mm-hmm. your number one, to Jay's point, for some of those guys who said, you know, if I have two strong wide receivers and then I can just get some running backs down the line, does that help your team when you need to have that bell cow running back to move forward? So, Rich, how do you navigate what kind of running back do you need for your team? Well, if if you're looking at a Jacksonville running back, you're celebrating right now. I mean, you're not. Unfortunately, you're not celebrating the injury, but now you have a clear, definitive, this is my guy now. Like you said, uh, their rookie, he's probably going to be out for the year. So it was kind of like a running back battle, may have, may have even uh, split shares. That's something you don't necessarily want to get into. You don't want to get into a backfield where it's like, okay, the hot hand approach and things like that. That's not. That's definitely not your first five running back pick. Now you've got one person. That's that's James Robinson for last year. I was a little surprised they even went with a running back when they drafted somebody, but I like their 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 picks. But with what's going on, you know he's going to be your guy in Jacksonville. So if you need a running back, you saw what he did last year. You can only imagine there might be a little regression, but he's still going to be a viable option above any other person that you know is going to get at least 20 touches a game, unless the game just gets out of control, which in Jacksonville can be realistic. But, I mean, like I said, he's your bell cow. That's the guy you want. So if you're questioning kind of that kind of scenario, my approach, never look for the first five rounds in a split back system. Always try to get your bell cow guy. Get that guy that's going to be first, second, and third uh, down running back guys. That's what I look for. Yeah, Jay, let's go back a tick. We'll go back a clip to something we just mentioned about Saquon Barkley. Now, I've seen some some definite, now some mocks that have Saquon in the second. I've seen Saquon go all the way in the third in some of the Yahoo mocks. You're trying to figure out where he is. What do you do with a back like Saquon, uh, Jay, when you're trying to build your team and, and focus that team around running backs? If you're in your top two or three picks, you stay away from Saquon Barkley. The reason why you do that is because he has not produced to his potential like you thought he was going to do because of injury. He just couldn't stay healthy. Now, somewhere down the line, you're getting your value back from him by picking him up later on if he's still there. I think enough people got burned in leagues. I was one of them that had took Saquon Barkley early, and he went down, and so did the rest of my season after that. Almost impossible. If your number one running back goes down, it is almost impossible to come back. You've got to do a lot of wheeling and dealing because a lot of people in your league know for a fact that your number one back is down and they're not going to give you anybody worth of any consequence. They know that because they know you're dead in the water. So Saquon is one of those guys because he's not super durable. He's a great back, but we don't know how many games he's going to play this year. And if he goes down early, he's back. Now, you're going to look down the line. The same thing can be said with a Nick Chubb. You look at him, you go, okay, he's been a big producer, but now is he going to have some of the touchdowns taken away from him because of Kareem Hunt? 
So the whole thing about this, it is a flip of coins on a lot of guys on what's going to happen. You really don't know what's going to happen. Injury is a big deal. And the second part of it, now you look at look, look at look at New Orleans, right? How are they going to be? How's that running back situation going to be now without Drew Brees there? When you got people now who can come down, maybe and start packing the uh, the box on you a little bit and taking away some of those runs that you were getting because Drew Brees, that changes your outlook now on Alvin Kamara. What's going to happen? So the interesting thing is with fantasy football, it is all fantasy. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, and that's what makes it fun. Yeah, as a follow-up to that, Rich, I had Alvin Kamara in some of my leagues last year. Didn't give me the production I really needed. Uh, was able to survive one league because I had another strong running back, too. If you're looking at a selection, and let's just say you get that in your 10-team uh, league, you're the 9-10 pick. You're yeah. somewhere down there in that bottom. <laughs> Do you just sell out and just go, hey, let me get all the running backs I can get at one time because it's going to be 20 picks before I make another pick? No. But if you're, if you're in a 10-team league and you're drafting ninth, that means your, your first pick is there, your second pick is right afterwards. There's not a big hurry, but I would say those later picks, if you've got – think about it. So if you have – eight running backs, the top eight running backs off the board, you're looking down at like, you know, you're in the Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you've got somebody like Tyreek Hill, you know, or that guy in Green Bay, mm -hmm. <laughs> that might be where you want to go. Now, with that being said, I'm going to play the, the role of you just got to get an eighth person running back. I'm going to tell you the running back that I feel like is being totally undervalued, totally underrated, and by the end of the season will be in that tier one for next year. And I don't want to kill his first name, but he's that guy named Harris from Pittsburgh. Mm, okay. Nice I Harris. think mm -hmm. they have him down in like the 11th rated running back in a tier three level. I dare say he might actually be worth first-round value when it's mm. all said and done. I think so. We're talking about a Pittsburgh team that is known for ground and pound, and he is the heir apparent for the ball. I don't see anybody splitting carries with him or anything like that. You have a healthy Ben Roethlisberger. You've got pieces around Ben Roethlisberger to keep the entire offense uh, honest well, keep the defense honest, approaching them. And I really think Harris is going to run amok out there on the field. I really think he's a he's a candidate for at least 1,300 yards this season. Mm. Okay. Jay, do you have a sleeper running back pick that someone should be looking for when they're going to select running backs for their fantasy team as a bell cow? Antonio Gibson from the Washington football team. Good one. That's a good one. That, mm. that that's the guy. If he's there, go get him. He's going to produce that Washington team is going to be better this year offensively than it was last year. This guy's the real deal. If he's there and you're out of your three, four picks, five, you're six or seven pick, and he's still sitting there, which I don't think he's gonna be there. You take that guy right now. Cause that that's the guy to get because he's gonna produce for you. Okay. All right. So those are two ones. We've got 
a Washington running back, and we've got Najee Harris, the son of the great Najee, the jazz singer. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take yeah. it. We'll go with I, it. I, I, that's believable. Sounds nice to me. It could be. He probably was not. He probably was made to some Najee music. Oh, hey, Najee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, if that's how you're made and you were produced by listening, your parents were listening to Najee one night, then that's a great thing for you. Man, you can, I gotta put, I gotta put some Najee rotation, man. I haven't played with Najee in a while. Let's try to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Najee. Hey, we gave, <laughs> we gave you a good. Gave you a good segment here, you know. Bless us with your presence. Yes, I know, right? Just come on, yeah. Najee. Tell us what you think about fantasy football. Well, you know what it wow. is, and you know who it is. It's fantasy football time. It's gridiron talk. We're talking about what you should do to win your fantasy team. And if you have not liked, subscribed, and shared, first of all, shame on you. And Najee says, shame on you also. Now, wow. all you've got to do is hit the button, hit the subscribe all, get all of this content when it's coming out to you. We do it daily, so all you have to do is hit the button, and there you go. You get new content. It's that easy. It's that easy, gentlemen. I think we've come up with something great. I think it's a great segment. I think if you just follow the experts, if you follow Rich Sizzle, if you follow Jay Sizzle, you can win your league. And if you don't, blame it on Najee. That's right. Just blame, <laughs> blame it hey, on Jay. Najee. Yeah. Oh, I used to hey, like Najee. <laughs> No, nah, I, don't, I don't. Was that one of his songs? I don't know. No. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I remixed, about it. I remixed that. Oh, okay. I liked it. Why remix? Yes. Yes, I like the remix. So listen, you know what to do. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle in the building. We're talking about the gridiron. We're talking about fantasy football. He's Rich Sizzle. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. And we will see you, my friend, on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.